Yo, what's good? We back with another episode of the Stats vs. Facts podcast, where men lie, women lie, numbers lie, but the facts don't. And when we up here, that's all we speak. As you can see, I'm joined by some very special guests today. I got my man's Nico, got my man's TJ, got my man's Rashad, and they all representing their brand. Uh, I, I don't even know who to start with. I'm gonna start with you, Nico. You, my man's. We all went to school together. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, talk to me about. I don't know who want to go first, but talk to me about the brand specifically because that's why we here. Uh, just a quick background, y'all already know I cop some stuff. That joint's fire. DMV brand, be new. Um, uh, I it took me a minute to pronounce the name. I ain't gonna hold you because the spelling of it, but right, right. I think right. it was on the website. Y'all on the website, y'all got the joint parentheses on how to say it. Yeah, that's actually the name. Yeah. The name. One one crazy summer, like me and TJ, we laughed this joint. Like we knew we wanted to come out with a clothing brand for the longest. When I was living in Detroit, mind you, I've lived a lot of places and shit. But I'm saying when I was in Detroit, me and TJ, we was like, yeah, we want to come out with a brand. But we really ain't make no like efforts to it. Like I could say that White Ferrari thrift store, like that was a, the closest thing that came to us starting a brand. But it was really like we was like buying and reselling clothes that we had like seen at the thrift or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that that that's cool. So TJ was like, yeah, bro, we should start a brand. We can talk about it. I was like, yeah, bro, we should. We just, you know what I'm saying? We need some money. Ran into some money. And me and TJ, we spent probably like what? T you said like what? Two weeks, three weeks trying to figure out a name. Like we had ideas, but we just ain't yeah. like out on anything. Like just just come around. For everything to just come around, like we was in the house, we were talking to each other about like wanting to do a clothing brand, but we ain't know the name. So like every day we talk, we'll be like, you know, came up with a name yet? Like nah. So Mind it eventually just came from me. One day I was just yeah. So this is 2019, 2019, that summer. Uh. We know I'm thinking about names and for some reason, like Phoenix, like came to my head and I was like, I feel like that'd be tough. And then I was like, nah, you know, Phoenix Suns, then Phoenix is a city. I was like, people will get too many, pull too many different directions. So I I lived in Arizona, heard about the story of the Phoenix my whole life growing up and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like when TJ told me, like when TJ, cause TJ came up with the name, he told me what it meant and he explained it to me. I was on board, hundred percent. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the name." Be in there, you know. DJ, what what does it mean? So basically, what it is, it's an Egyptian deity, and it's a bird, kind of like the phoenix, but it's the Egyptian version. So the Egyptian version is the original version, and then it got a Greek version, American version, but it's like the Benu was the original. So because like, time, like I said, like, wanted to go with Phoenix. So it's like basically what the Phoenix represents is, or the Beanu represents is like rebirth, creation, and just new. And it's like, I feel like that relates to all of us in a way. Like, you know, sometimes out of the ashes, you're gonna rise. Like you got lower times or times where you're not really feeling like you're performing at your best, but sometimes that's where the best comes. Like you at your lowest point. And then like, just the cycle, like the cycle of life, like everything keeps going, like it never dies. The phoenix never dies. Like every time it, you know, goes to the ashes, it rises up again. So that's how I feel like with our brand, creativity never dies, ideas never die. Like 
even if we die, like, I want our brand to still mean something in this world, like, as far as art and just, like, you know, having some substance. See, without yeah. without uh, even backstory of the, of the name, I'll, I'll fuck with the name because – uh, first of all, the backstory is OC. Let me let me say that. That's that I I would have never known nothing about that. <laughs> I honestly thought the joint just came from like you know be new, like be a new nigga, be like I was like okay, I fuck with everybody that. Everybody like, always yeah. think that, right? Everybody, like everybody. And but and y'all spelled it differently, so I'm like, hey, no, nah, I fuck with that. I fuck with that joint. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, okay. I I knew it had to be a, a meaning behind it too, but without even asking, I was like, nah, that joint's OC. So y'all started this joint after college. Yeah. Yeah. So this but, was oh, he, I had, was I had one more semester left. Yeah. So this was like right after my last semester, I had to go there to uh, co-teach. So I didn't have no classes. I just had to co-teach, basically an internship. Mm-hmm. But so this was the summer before that. But that summer, you know, I had lost my job, lost my car, and was like about to go back to school. So I was just in a crazy mess space. So just like looking back on it, the fact that I was able to you know, get out these thoughts at that time. It's just amazing. When with me too, like, you know what I'm saying? I got put out of school, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still trying to find a way, you know, but it's still, it's still crazy that, you know, I'm just, you just try to make it out. Like whatever, any situation that you're in, just try to be positive, you know what I'm saying? And try to maintain and continue, continuously progress in life, no matter what life throws at you. Like, I feel like that's what our brand in like, encompasses you know so so y'all started this joint 20 officially in 2019 officially this one of the first shirts right right here this is like one of the this is like the first like bro, me and tj before yeah, that's the the prototype the number one the number one the one the one when me and tj bro when we tell you bro we we didn't know nothing about dtg Adobe, we just knew we wanted to do something, and when we wanted to do it, like, like TJ is a very, 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 very like do-it-yourself person. You know what I'm saying? Like he, if TJ want to do it, bro, he gonna find a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm the same way. If I want to do it, bro, I'm gonna find a way to do it. And so we we learn, we we, we watching YouTube videos. We're, we're getting like when I say like we're getting like like we didn't scammed occasionally you know what i'm saying by taking risk and trying to go out there and find some new different fabrics and different cuts and who has the best like you know what i'm saying direct the garment machine like where could we go so like by the first time we we wanted to get these drinks printed up i want to say it was a, a local dude dc we got it uh through our man our man jordan nigga rap his name hoodie go check him out um but like he he, he set up the the gave me the information and stuff so i'm talking to dude and we 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 not understanding the jargon, so we think we getting a deal. So like, then we really look into stuff that we like about to get, and we like, right? This is not what we want, right? Like, this isn't this isn't what we want. We don't want we don't want screen press. We want direct to garment. Like, this is what we want. So when we found out what that was. We was like, all right, we need to get get our money back from this joint. Then we need to find a different way to get it manufactured and stuff. Yeah, it was a long process. It was a long process just to get these one just to get the first shirts out. Long process. Oh my god. Like just looking, just looking at like the beginning stages and like how things could look like, you know, it's not gonna work. At that time, we could have copped out. We could have like, you know what? Maybe this is a sign we're not supposed to do this. You know, easy cop out. But it's like, nah, you know, we kept pushing. So that's kind of what it's about. Even pushing. 
and then like you know what I'm saying, we would ask we ask fellow people that you know what I'm saying are they dibble and dabble in the stuff that we do. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's almost like when you want you want some information, and it's like a nigga don't want to put you on, you gotta go seek that information yourself. Cause cuz don't want to put you on, he's not gonna put you on. But you know what I'm saying? Like we had to go out there and we had to go out there and seek that information. No, so you got so we got y'all two seem like so far the spokespeople. Let me let me hear from Rashad because he got y'all say he the photographer. I want to hear the behind the scenes. And you, hey, bro, I, I assume you was cool with them with Nico uh-huh. and TJ before all this for the beat. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, even though it's your man's, what you see that that was like? All right, I believe in this man, and I'm a, I'm a. So know. crazy story, you know. I've known TJ since ninth grade, right? And believe it or not, his one, like his some of his biggest aspirations and like people he looked up to was actually Pharrell and Kanye. And he used to always tell me, bro, one day, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna have a clothing line, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna do it. So, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, funds get the, funds get the government, you know what I'm saying, he able to do it. So I actually picked up photography and videography around the same time. And, you know, we both just believed in each other's vision, you know, we've been rocking with each other ever since, bro. Okay, so it's, it's mutual for real, for real. It's, yeah. I remember so, when- uh, but, but, but also we're growing together, like, one of my first paid photo shoots was actually in Philly. You know, TJ came out there with me. So like, you know, like that encouraged me to like, you know, I can really do this. And like, damn, it may be like the bond grow even stronger. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy story. No, I'm, I'm, I appreciate TJ and Nico for even uh, bringing you up here. Cause I didn't know beforehand, but when as soon as y'all brought him up, I was like, man, you know, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, yeah, most of the visuals that you see, like from video and pictures, most it's, 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 it's somebody. You know what I'm saying? There's other people that take stuff. You know what I'm saying? But oh yeah, you know yeah. but Definitely. majority of the stuff is me. Right, and shout out, shout out both of y'all, or all three of y'all, but CJ and Nico for bringing him up here because, uh, I mean, in terms of this, he's like the producer almost. Like he, y'all, y'all, exactly. y'all do design or whatever, whatever. He's the production behind the scenes. And usually his that they face don't get seen. They don't get no recognition for real. They'll get shouted mm-hmm. out on the pictures or whatnot. But to bring him up here and let him talk his stuff, I appreciate y'all for that for sure. But man, so what so y'all started 2019 and what Ryan, what month would you say? I would say probably like June, July, like that oh. mid-summer. All right. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, like right, right before my birthday, like right before July 24th, like we was in the, we was, we was talking about it the whole lead up to the whole year, but when the summer hit, that's when we like put like, you know what I'm saying, boots, uh, Roberts to the road type shit, you know what I'm saying? So, but we didn't officially drop the shirts until what August 31st, August 27th, like something like in that, like in that range. Mm-hmm. Man, keep in mind at this point in time, all three of us are in different locations. I'm in Maryland back Three. home, about to go back to school. Nico's in Louisiana with his mom, and Rashad is home. Then eventually, you know, when I go back to school, then I'm in North Carolina. Rashad is in Maryland. Nico's in uh, Louisiana. So a lot of FaceTime calls, a lot of group calls, like, mm-hmm. and that's was in the beginning stages. We wasn't really around each other. So boom, beginning yeah. stages, y'all had y'all had a problem of linking up, and y'all said August. So let's say about eight months later, the world shut down. 
And exactly. What? How did that affect y'all business? Honestly, um, so right. it. And I want to say when it first hit, the first because when it first hit, we dropped a crazy, dropped a crazy T logo T with the butterfly on it. You know what I'm saying? But we had other pieces too, so we we like all right. This is our all right. We 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 got we got some bread now. So this is our this is our like debut. We dropped the mixtape, hit an album in essence. And, and then when niggas got the album, it's like damn niggas, it's a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So people really ain't know how serious the pandemic was in the beginning. And we really dropped like right as soon as the pandemic hit. So like people are saving money, people rushing to get toilet paper, buying masks, people doing all this. People ain't know how to stop it. People ain't know if it was for the last Jew for life. People don't know all these different things going on. So it really wasn't received well. But I want to say after that, after that four, four month period, like three month period, after the pandemic is hitting, everybody settled down a little bit. Niggas started going outside, but was nervous and shit. Like I want to say that's when that's when we started popping off and niggas started really like buying our shirts, like buying buying our spring collection. Yeah, niggas, niggas definitely didn't take it, uh the COVID stuff seriously at first. I remember it's crazy me talking about this because the very last in-person interview I did, it was me and one of my brothers, and me and him was joking about this COVID shit. We was like, man, these niggas out here, they really think this about to shut stuff down. Me and him just joking back and forth. It was, I think maybe three, four days later, everything shut down. Well, I think three, four days later when that whole Rudy Gobert joint NBA happened, we was like, oh shit, this yeah. joint. I was laughing at that joint when he was touching the microphone. Like, this yeah. nigga's stupid. The whole time, like, this nigga's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but bro, bro, that's yeah. what, that's what set it off though. You see all these other people because, bro, I know y'all remember this at first when it dropped. All you see, black it, people wasn't getting that joint. Exactly, bro. Black <laughs> people wasn't getting it. It was like if you smoke, you don't get it. If you drink, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. It was all this stuff. If you if you had them Flintstone gummies as the kid, you ain't get this joint. It was like, bro. I see. That it was but I'm not gonna lie. But no, not, not but, to make light, not to make light of the situation though, but. You know what I'm saying? I had COVID. My mom had COVID. And my mom, my mom's good now. But like in the beginning, it was very scary. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, like, like I said, it's new. No one knew like what was going on. I drove my mom to the hospital like four times during that three-week period of her getting over it. Like honestly, the worst thing I could say, like, after all the pain subsides, like the headaches go away, the pain in your eyes, delirious, all that sweats and shit. Like the worst thing is not to be able to taste nothing because I'm a fat nigga. But like the like the not to be able to t- taste food, that's torture. Like in essence, but also I also had a friend. One of his, one of my, one of my close friends, his dad passed away from COVID too. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, shit really been wild. Like, it's really affected people that I know personally and like myself too. Like, shit is wild. So business wise, y'all, I'm, I'm sure I talked a lot. That's one of my questions I ask everybody, especially business people that are in business, because uh, the dude I was joking with on the podcast, he he got a clothing line too. And it shut. It hurt a lot. Like production with the clothes in the background, people, the uh, design. Like I don't, man. Y'all know more about it than me. But I guess the people that was printing shirts and whatnot, they was on to all types of delays, and they were charging extra and all this other Wait, stuff. Take this, one. take this one, please. Yeah. All right. So I could kind of, kind of talk about like the behind scenes or like what was going on business, business wise. So. I had job working, my job, just got, uh, came home from school. So I'm like, bet I could finally, you know, focus on my brand. Everything I got to my brand. The way, like, and then it's like, you know, a few 
couple of days after that, that's when everything like I'm shutting down. So from a business standpoint, you know, people not really buying, even though we then release some people not buying, they're worried about, remember everybody was geeking over the hand sanitizer, people buying a hundred bottles of hand sanitizer, tissue paper, like endless. So they're not really yeah, worried about the clothes. Cool. We dropped the so crazy like, visuals with my man, y'all with the, you know what I'm saying? With the, remember the Scots and y'all, you went to TJ, y'all went, y'all went to the like, location and y'all shot and stuff. And the visuals look crazy. The, the flicks look yeah, That was actually, that was actually in my backyard. That's any tell for it. Like, you it, know was what like it was like all the all the work we kind of put in, and you know how we worked on our designs. The fact that we like, yeah, like this is the one. Like, and then that happens. You know, you can't predict. You can't predict nothing like that. Nobody has ever really lived to anything like that. So, from a business standpoint, you know, if you're dealing with people overseas, the production time is going from two to three days to ten to fifteen. Shipping time is going from two to three days to two weeks, two to four weeks. Like Don't even turnaround get me started time. And the shirts. Like they didn't some, even. They didn't even like. We had shirts, and like they did, they couldn't even. They didn't even make them anymore. Like you know, what I'm saying it was like production on these is done. Like we we not selling these no more. Like no more. And it's it's crazy that they wasn't selling them no more because the number one thing that like I uh, number one I number one clientele like is females and women. So like the number one thing the women wanted. You know what I'm saying? They they shot with us the most, but the one thing the women wanted was the crop the crop shirts, the crop butterfly shirts. I don't I can't even tell you how many DMs I got about the crop butterfly shirts that we couldn't get off because they wasn't selling crop shirts no more. You know, like the company real live like discontinued the shirt. Like it was real live factories like shutting down. Like, and if you had orders, it was kind of it is what it is. Like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rashad, you you the photographer behind the scenes, and you could talk about Nico and TJ and your uh, whoever else you uh, take clicks with. But how did it affect mm-hmm. you? Because uh, I know, like, I have a not a personal photographer, but my man's that be shooting flicks for me. Like, he just did like you know no no more in crib shoots. Uh, mm-hmm. You got a distance, all that. So how did how did it affect you? Oh uh, man, it it really hit me hard. More so because I'm more so like on the sports side of things. So, you know, like there's no like basketball games, really football. You know what I'm saying? This is the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, what are you really trying to think? Because it was, it was really rough for real. I, like I was working on like personal projects until like, until like the world got like, like some sort of normal, but I don't know. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So do you have to, uh, cause you said like one of you, the video y'all did was in your backyard. Um, yeah. I'm sure st- stuff changed a lot. Cause like did, did work die down for you? Did people stop hitting you up for a little minute? Yeah, they did. They stopped hitting me up, but yeah, you know, I just didn't let it stop me. For I just didn't let it stop me for you know what I'm saying? I, like, I really wanted it that bad. So I was like, all right, so. You know what I'm saying? I'll shoot you, you know what I'm saying? But you got to come to me. So, you know what I'm saying? I just want to touch on the type of person Rashad is. Rashad is the dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I've known him probably like, what, three years now? Like, yeah. I, like, before the pandemic happened, bro, Rashad just graduated school. Rashad ran track at Lincoln. Like, before the pandemic, Rashad had this crazy government job where he's about to be making bank. You know what I'm saying? Insurance, all that stuff. 
and then the pandemic hit and he had to refocus, reshift, you know what I'm saying? So then I noticed he picked up photography. Like that became like his outlet. It became a way for him to make money on top of that. But me and Rashad work together, but on top of like his extra income, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a go-getter, like very talented dude, very resilient. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, that was like, I ended up like traveling to Penn State through the football team, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shooting National Christian Academy. Like, I just didn't let it stop me for it. I'm still not letting it stop me for real. Yeah, so what? Oh, my bad, TJ. What? Uh, where are you based at? PG County. PG. All right. Yeah. I mean, after this, I might gotta hit you up for some some joints for me. Yeah, definitely check me out, man. Check me out. Oh, for sure, TJ. I just had to do that while he was talking real quick. My bad. You good? Yeah, the echo was serious, but uh, all right. So 2020. The the thing about COVID is, like like Nigo was saying, we didn't know how to act at first, but it seemed like niggas started to adapt a little bit. Like niggas started going outside, then start picking back up. Unemployment's hit. People start flexing with that, waiting to spend that, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we hit the tail end of 2020, and now we're in 2021. But it's still some of the same stuff, for real, for real. But what 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 do y'all have dropping this year? Or what can we expect? Uh, I would say just more of the same thing i was i would look at us like it's art so just like an artist that was just our first year like it's so many things that was like our rookie year it's so many things you learn so many things you pick up on so many new ideas so many things could shift so i would just say definitely an improvement from next year um just more art more creativity and just being different one thing i would like to say is that during this pandemic, it's hard to grow. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like I appreciate Zoom, I appreciate all these things, but nothing is like being in close quarters with somebody, being able to like tell them, you know what I'm saying? One thing that I am like, you know what I'm saying? That we had going on that I, I feel like we made a lot of great connections with when we had our last pop-up shop. Um, what was that in December T? Oh, no, yeah, but, December. We had a pop up last month. So, like, when we was there, we were networking with other brands. You know what I'm saying? Talking to them, get get knowledge and giving knowledge at the same time. And that was one thing that I felt. You know what I'm saying? That I was appreciative of because you really don't get situations where you can do that in times like these. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Nah, but man, I I wasn't. I've seen that the shirt you wearing, Nico, a couple times. I was like, okay, I see what they're doing over there, but. I don't remember what what I seen or whose story was, but whatever made me cop them sweatshirts or whatever made me go to your website, I was like, oh shit. But for real, for real, it was them. I've been looking at them DMV, the Metro shirt for a minute. And I was like, hey, yo, them them joints fire. Like I fuck with them joints heavy. So you wanna know the crazy thing about that design? What? The crazy thing about that design, bro, you wouldn't believe it. It's more sales for people that's not even from here that's buying it. Than people that's from here, just cause they like, yeah, I bang with the colors, and I'm like, nah, like this is, this like, is a- with with this brand, I try to, I try to tell a story, like, bro, that that Metro line brings back like, a lot of memories from a lot of people that grew up in PG or DC. Like, everybody got a crazy Metro story, everybody a crazy gallery story. So that was kind of me, kind of infusing my childhood and connect with everybody around here. Yeah, for sure. And it's more than, and to me, I look, I always tell people, man, the Metro is the DMV. 
And if you out, if yo, if you yeah. live by a spot that don't got no metro, you're not in the DMV for real. That's what I always tell people. Mm-hmm. They be like, man, Waldorf, not the DMV. That that man, it's I saw be telling people that map that shirt is the map of the DMV. If you can't get to it on the metro, you're not in the DMV for real. That's why them all them people in the VA need to stop flexing. They y'all not y'all not with us. Annapolis, <laughs> y'all not with us. It ain't the same. No, no disrespect no. to them, but yeah, no, they cool. They cool. You know, it's never been disrespect. It's just, just like I just feel like people that's from here, they they find it convenient to say when they from here and when they not from here. Well, well, like, like, oh, we going on that topic. You know, only only Maryland and Virginia niggas that ever say DMV anyway, because DC niggas just say they from DC. That's yeah, true. they're from DC. For sure. But it's like Maryland niggas kind of have to be like PG niggas specifically be like, I'm from the DMV. So niggas don't be like, oh, you from Baltimore? Because you say Maryland nigga, I'm like, oh, you from Baltimore? And it's like, even that, PG yeah. and Baltimore, whole different, whole different world. Different. Whole different culture. Different. <laughs> different. For sure. Man, <laughs> I could talk for an hour about that, but we're not even going to get into it. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I got y'all up here. This is the first time having y'all up here, so we're going to get into everything, man. We just finished off a crazy year for everything, like businesses, music, sports. We're going to get into all this, but let's let's start off with sports. Nico, you're not a big NBA fan, are you? I watch enough to – I would say I, I, I'm, I, I'm versed, but I'm, I'm not like – I can't tell you like, okay, like, dang, the, the Kings just signed – uh, backup point guard that averages ten points a game. I can't give you shit like I can't give you shit like that. But I I, I follow, yeah. But can you can you talk your shit in basketball like you can do in football? Yeah, but I, when we get to plays, I can't. I can't. I'm lost. I, mean, no, I don't know no plays, no nothing like that. Like all I know is and the nigga is the nigga a bucket. That's all I know in basketball. CJ, what about you in basketball? You be following the heavy or no? It's like, yeah, I grew up playing basketball, so I was always into it. I kind of fell out of basketball. Like, once that KD trade happened, I bammed out. Like, I really didn't watch basketball for, like, a year. I was like, bro, like, I'm not banging banging with that. Like, really bamming out. Like, people would be watching it. I'd be in a room with somebody watching. I'd be like, Nigga be paying shoes and shit. I'd be like, bro, the nigga James Harden is bamming. He's like, bro, it doesn't matter. The Warriors are going to win everything. I'd be like, all right, bro. All right, bro. Rashad, what about you, bro? You be following the NBA? Some way, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big basketball fan, so, yeah, I keep up with it. TJ, I got a question for you, because you talked about KD. Yeah. You you still feel some type of way about that move? It's not really, like, a type of way. It's just it didn't it didn't necessarily have to happen. It's not, like, bad blood or, like, nah, KD is sucker for doing that. It's just, like, he ain't had to do it. He just had – he had them down with OKC, what, 3-1? He had them down last year. And then you go join them. Like, DCO has made the, you know, reference or comparison to, like, bro, that's like, yeah, you know, some hood is beefing with one hood. Y'all at the go-go, and you with this hood. Y'all fight. Y'all almost beat them. And then next week, you with them. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, it's no, basketball. I... It's a business decision. He wanted the rings. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's a cost. But, I mean... I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't feel away. I don't feel away. I, I he I, I forgive him. You know what I'm saying? I forgive him. <laughs> said, I forgive. Like, like TJ said, it didn't have to be <laughs> like I feel like he betrayed me. I feel like I feel like I, I wanted him to succeed. I just feel like I feel like he was one of them niggas 
that didn't need niggas to be good. You know, like I feel like KD was like super, like how how like I feel like LeBron, Bron could take a team to a playoffs by himself easily. I feel like KD is in that same caliber. I didn't think he needed other OC superstars. Like I feel like he got some solid pieces. Like he could have like they, they would have won, but I feel like the super team thing didn't need to happen. Didn't need to happen at all. But I forgive yeah. him. Yeah, definitely. I would say it was way went. Yeah, because if you're the team that was Bron. If you're the team, though, LeBron, and the KD and LeBron, I'd have been on it. I'd have been for it, 100%. I'd have been on that bandwagon. I'm not that's sad. To that's sad, Nico. No. No. That's like the mob stars, bro, like Space Jam, bro. That's what I'm like, saying. Uh, like, it's crazy. But like yeah. I'm saying, like TJ told me, like I, like you said, man, like I don't watch basketball that much. Like TJ broke it down. He was like, TJ is a Heat fan. But like TJ broke it down to me, he's like, you really can't be fans of teams, bro. Because if you fans of teams, your superstar is really going to leave. Like it's like likely to happen. Like so, I, I my one of my favorite players is AD. Like I love AD. I've been an AD. I remember when they was giving away Pelican tickets. Me and my me and my brother Nero used to go to the games, and the tickets was like three dollars, bro. Being a nosebleeds, bro. We watching this nigga AD have crazy games. Come here. Yeah, for sure. No, I asked about KD because. At first, man, I was pissed. I was like, man, how this nigga gonna go to the Warriors after doing this, going with the Thunder, a 3-1, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, <laughs> for real, for real. Yo, I mean, TJ, what you say about the go-go, that's that's a cool reference. I, I understand it. But at the same time, in basketball terms, yeah, I, can't, I can't count how many times that I'm playing with my good men in a pickup game, whatever, whatever. And we lose, and then other teams like, "Hey, you trying to come join us?" I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." Like, that's how. I'm, that's exactly how I look at it. Like, yeah, bro, I know we just lost to them, but they want me. Like, yes, I'm about to go to the team that beat us. But and, and at the same time, the other way I looked at it, it's a business. NBA is a business, and this was KD's first job. Who stays at their first job? They yeah. whole career, they whole life, like. And it was in Oklahoma City. This man came from the DMV, one of the biggest uh, media areas in the world. And this man went to OKC. As, as, but at the same time, he did go to, like, the team that beat him, blah, blah, blah. But I understand it. I, I do. I probably would have done the same thing. If that if that spot – if, like, a team need a point guard that we just lost to, and they're like, yeah, come run with us. I'm like, yeah, for sure. For sure. There's definitely a business you got to protect yourself out here, especially with these big, like, NBA is a corporation, one of these big corporations, like, so you got to, you got to protect yourself, and I feel like KD was protecting himself. The whole wild thing that I feel, though, is, like, you let Steph Curry get, get KD, but, but Kobe couldn't get CP3. CP3? <laughs> so, we were talking what? about this the other day. I said Kobe easily would have had nine to ten if that CP3 trade goes through. Nine to ten what ring? He's having nine to ten. <laughs> bro, who's who's being them, bro? Think about bro. Oh, no. I said, he had, right. like, bro, think about the years where he had Usha Vujacic at point guard, bro. You telling me if you plug in Chris Paul, bro, they not going? Nah, they they winning for sure, but I don't know, fool. They still you still got to beat the Heat. LeBron and D Wade was down there. Some. I was a Heat fan, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Chris Paul is torching Mario Chalmers, bro. <laughs> like, no, nah, for sure, it's not that, even close. That's not close. Matter of fact, they. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Wizards fan just because that's the hometown team. But out of all the other Thank teams, you. if I had Thank to pick you. a team, 
it'd be Spurs because I like I like Pop. Spurs too. But I think the Spurs would have gave them some run too, just because clearly they don't have nobody like Kobe or CP3. But for some reason, they always always at the top, always no matter who they got. Rashad, what you was about to say, bro? No, sir. I agree with you with that Wizards team. Man. I'm happy somebody like the hometown team. For sure, for sure. But uh, that I only got one more question for basketball, and then we can slide into football. Um, what y'all think about the Harden to the Nets? Oh my god, when I seen that, I was like, wow, he bammed out. He bammed out because, bro, like he didn't want to be there, he made it blatantly obvious. I actually like that now. That like, if a player don't want to play there, like the only only place that doesn't work, like, like NFL, you can't cry and expect them to release you off a team in the NFL. No, nah, you're just not gonna play, or you just you're not gonna get paid. But in basketball, I like how players can do that. But I feel as though Harden put himself in that situation because the ownership gave him keys to the to the car, and I feel like he crashed the car. And now he crashed the car. He's trying to run, and he ran. He got away with it. Like that, that franchise is going to suffer for a minute. Disagree? Agree? I mean, I'm a, I'm a actually, a, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Harden fan, but I, I find myself defending Harden a lot because I think. When I think, I know a lot of people I'd be arguing with, especially on Twitter, all they do is listen to First Take and Undisputed, and they literally just copy what they say and put it into it. I'm like, bruh, watch the game for yourself, because all I hear all the time is James Harden chokes in the playoff, James Harden does this. I'm like, bruh, look at the stats. James Harden's stats in the playoffs regular season is the exact same. The difference is his teammate stats drop all the way down. So the problem to me was coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harden and Giannis are like the same players when it comes to game planning because regular season they're going to dominate because it's not NFL like you saying Nico it's not NFL you're playing NBA like four games a week you're not game planning against those teams you're playing you're just going in there literally playing against them but in the playoffs when you sit down and like okay this is what they do this is how they move blah 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 and Harden and Giannis just play ISO you know how easy it is to game plan to shut a star player down in ISO compared to the Warriors. That's like me playing 2K. That's like me playing 2K and me just ISOing with Harden and just like setting picks. And it's like, you know, that's easy to stop if you really know how to set up defenses on 2K. Right. So that's 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 why I, I find myself defending Harden in that case because it's like, bro, he doesn't choke. His team literally does not help him because the defenses go against him at the same time. They say he chokes. James Harden has never lost a series in his career that he's favored in. So I don't know how much you can choke if you're not even favored in a series. But anyways, uh, to the Nets was crazy because, like you said, Nico, it's not just Harden's fault. It's Houston's fault for giving him the keys. They Everything he said, they gave him. We, he wants Dwight. They gave him Dwight. He don't want Dwight no more. They trade away Dwight. He wants Chris Paul. They get Chris Paul. He don't want him no more. Y'all know how it goes. Russell, same thing. Now it's like, all right, I want to go. They're like, nigga, no, nah, we just did all this for you. Now you want to leave us? Like, bro, what? And then what pissed me off, what made me stop defending him at all was this man coming out and saying, yeah, bro, this team just ain't good enough. Like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. You averaged average 20 <laughs> less points a game than last year talking about this team ain't good enough. You not shooting. Like, bro, you have – this might be the best team around you, team. You keep asking for certain players. This might be the best team you got around you. And you sitting here saying, nah, we ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. Let me go to Brooklyn. I don't think Harden and Kyrie going to work. I think Harden and KD can work. I think Kyrie and KD can work. I don't think Harden and Kyrie can work too much. That's just, man, that ball handling going to be crazy. TJ, what you think? 
Uh, I said I, I look at it two sides. I can see the ownership side where it's like, yeah, you gave you gave you everything you wanted, and now you want to leave. I can see the player side where he's just like, you know, I want out, and at this point, he's like, I want to ring. But it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that work out because you know they got Steve Nash. He's a young coach. You know they put a lot of crotches on young coach coaches, but the fact that Steve Nash was playing in the league with these niggas, maybe he could be able to connect and get them to understand, like, all right, it's about all of y'all. Like, you know, get them to simplify it, understand it. Like, you know, it's not a one-man show. We got talent. Somebody got to take the shot. Somebody got to dribble. Like, but seeing KD, KD, like you said, KD and uh, Harden could work out. KD and Kyrie could work out. But Kyrie and Harden with one basketball is going to be interesting. Both of them like to dribble the ball, like dribble the clock down to 10 seconds. Dribble, dribble. So that's going to be (laughs) – that's gonna be interesting to see how that work out, how that play out. Rashad, what you think? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I he's just toxic in my opinion. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, like, like he, he taking the like the cheat road out in my opinion for real. Like just to get a ring. Like, like there's no competitiveness like within like the league now. Like it's kind of like sickening. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Like I understand, you know what I'm saying. You get all the money, you know what I'm saying. But eventually, you know, you gonna want that ring. But like, you should, you should like, you know what I'm saying. Work to get the ring instead of joining like, like three other superstars to like get it for real. You know what I'm saying. But I mean, maybe he wanted the bigger market. You know what I'm saying. You know, he is in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying. That's more like advertisement. You know what I'm saying. Maybe you never really know. But yeah, I just think he was just doing it. For One thing I want to say about the Rashad saying that the league there's no competition. Like we just seen Miami in the finals. Like I feel like the league has competition. Hold on, Nico, bro. I'm not gonna let you just like that. That was fluke, bro. I ain't gonna... <laughs> Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, I don't think it was fluke. I thought they I mean, had. I think they had a really good bench. And Very I'm an OG young, fan. Young team. No, that's cool, bro. You can be a Heat fan. I'm not. I'm not saying y'all a bad team. I'm not saying none of that. But I'm saying that the fact that the bubble helped y'all out. Y'all didn't have to travel nowhere. Yeah. Um, I had y'all beating Milwaukee regardless, but at the same time, I feel like what was it four one, right? Y'all beat me. I think y'all beat Milwaukee four two. No, I was four one. They only lost what they only lost one yeah. playoff game, yeah, one. championship game. They only lost one game. Yeah. What was it two? I think was it two games. I, I think the only game they beat y'all, Giannis didn't even play. Yeah. Yeah. So four one. My problem <laughs> was I think they would have won. I think it would have went seven. Y'all still would have won if they were at home because home court in the playoffs is serious. Like that shit ain't no joke. You had Tyler Hero balling out with no fans. That's I'm not a. I'm yeah. not a. There. I'll let me get this out of the way. There's only a lot of niggas was. <laughs> it's two players in the league I don't like and I won't defend, and that's Russ and Kyrie. Anybody else, if I hear people hating on them or saying, saying anything, I'll probably nine times out of ten, I'm going to defend them, whoever it is. Because I'm just like, bro, y'all don't understand. But Kyrie and Russ, you'll never see me defending them two niggas. Tyler Hero, he gets a lot of hate on Twitter. I'll be seeing all the time. He he can hoop, but a rookie in the playoffs would have hooped a lot different. If being a, playing on the road and all that stuff, it would have been way different. Uh, I think I don't think Denver would ever fell down to Clippers three one because their home court, you know, they got the mountains and what not up there, so people be getting tired. I don't think they ever would have fell down three one to the Clippers. 
and stuff like that. Porzingis, if he didn't get hurt, they would have beat the Clippers to me. Like Porzingis ain't get hurt. Oh, Porzingis yeah. is a bucket. Yeah, Porzingis is a bucket. That's yeah, one thing. I, what's his name? What's what's the white boy name? Number seventy-seven. What's his name? Doncic. Luca. 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 That nigga like that. He's just so technically sound, but it's just like it just looked easy. Everything out there just looked easy to him. But I feel like if you would have had Pazingas, bro, they definitely would have had a better chance. They, I feel like they would. I feel like they could have beat the Lakers. I'm keeping real. I feel like they would have beat the Lakers. I don't know about all that. I think. I think, I think that. I think looking at <laughs> looking at that Mavs duo, bro, that Mavs duo of Doncic and KP. If you literally wanted to, like, I don't, I can't think of no games. Like but the AD and LeBron. Yeah, if you were literally wanted to like apply an upgrade, it would be LeBron and AD. Like that's literally what them the, them two would have. Bro, they're their white counterparts, bro. They, they, it's the anti-LeBron and anti-AD. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not no hater on the Heat. I just don't think they would have made it that far. Uh, I had, I did. I'm a big sports game. I bet sports every single day. Back when COVID first hit, I was betting on Madden games and 2K games. Like that's how bad it is for me. So. But yeah, but I bet I had a, I had a lot of bets of Miami making the finals, so it's not like I doubted y'all. But that team just I don't know, it it wasn't that ready, for real, for real. Uh, <laughs> but it 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 was a lot that could have went sideways though. I don't think. Yeah, I also had a bubble affected how everybody was playing. I know you remember T.J. Duckett? What's his name? What's the boy's name? He had like fifty points. You said what? Who yeah, TJ Warren, nigga. TJ Warren was scoring 50 points every night. He's not he's not doing that in a crowd full of fans. <laughs> not at all. But that's what I was about to say. I also don't have y'all making out the first round last year if the pace was healthy. Because they didn't have their best man that that man's a bonus. But that that's it, man. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna uh stay on the heat. We can slide the football where we can all talk some shit. Nico hit me up right before this group chat. Uh I mean right before this Zoom. First, let me get everybody's team. We got Ravens. TJ, what's your squad? Uh, unfortunately, it's the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Rashad, what's your squad, bro? Hey, man. Hail to the football team, man. That's what I'm Hail talking about. Hail to the football team. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, so, yeah, Nico hit me up before this joint. I think he hit me up for the past two weeks, like, who you got? And I'm like, yeah, bro, I got the Titans against the Ravens. Titans clearly – Disappointed me very much. Um, and then he asked 44 me. 44 yards. You said what? 44 yards. We held that boy Derrick Henry to 40. Yeah, that man, that that's OC. And then he asked me if they would be the Bills. I said, I got the Bills. Um, before the season started, I did an episode on, I did an NFL season preview. I said the Bills, I said Josh Allen will be in the MVP conversation, if not be the MVP. And I said, Bills are going to win the division, and they probably will be in the AFC Championship game. So I still have, have – I hope all that's going to happen, honestly. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. Uh, I was a fan of his from Wyoming. But the point of this is Nico hit me up and was like, uh, yeah, I, I was telling everybody Cam was better than – no, he was the next Cam coming out. No, with. no, I said, I, said, I said Josh Allen is the second coming of Cam Newton. Like, all the measurables that Cam had coming out, being the number one pick, Josh Allen had all of those, bro. He's six, what, six, six? Cam Newton, like, six, six. 250, 250. Four, six, four, six. The only thing that, jo- that Josh Allen has over Cam that Cam never had is, like, he has a way stronger arm. He has a way more better deep ball accuracy than Cam. And, he like, the, like he has – he can throw the ball further 
than Cam. He has better ball placement on his deep balls than Cam. Like he get more velocity under his throws. But one thing that Cam has that Josh like doesn't have is Cam has like that that quick twitch to get out of the pocket faster than faster than Josh. But Josh definitely still has that Cam speed. But it's like long stride. Like Cam is just like Josh is more like a uh, 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 and he gets you. But yeah, I thought the Bills would do pretty well this season. Um. I thought they would do pretty well this season. I, I knew the Ravens was going to do good. I thought we was going to go like twelve and four. We did eleven and we did eleven and five. We barely made it. We needed some help from the Browns. Thank God the Browns in the playoffs. We don't got to play the Chiefs yet. And then you know what I'm saying. The Browns did their thing this year. They beat up Big Brother, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they can't beat up the little cousin. You know what I'm saying? They can't beat up the cousin. So we did our thing. Our division was very competitive division, unlike the bottom two people. Division where they got six and ten. Oh, I'm sorry. This whole this whole region because you're a Redskins fan too. So other than that, other than my division being very hard, hey, hey, hey bro, hey, how, like how you the, feel that we we six and ten and we hosted the playoff game and y'all can't even do that? It's okay. <laughs> we, we eleven and five. Our future is way brighter than y'all's. I, I would have did some evil it? shit if I was y'all. I would have bammed out. But the reason y'all ain't bad about y'all was like, bro, you know what? Justin Fields gonna be there for us to pick up. Deshaun Watson wanna leave. Who get Cam? No, no, no. We we gotta rewind a little bit. Who y'all future's brighter? Y'all future with Lamar might be like two or three more years. Huh? I said y'all future with Lamar <laughs> might be another two or three years. I disagree. We about to, bro, Lamar Jackson is about to get a crazy deal. I really don't think it's gonna be like that. I don't. I don't think. Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't think he deserves it, bro. I'm. A, I ain't gonna hold you. What? You. Couple reasons. Not this man is. <laughs> Two back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. That's all I got to say. No one's ever done it. No one has ever done it. No yeah. one. How many? How many scrambling quarterbacks have made it past what five years in the league? Vic. Vic and who else? Cam. I'm, I'm glad you matter of fact, hold up, because that's why I brought this whole conversation up because I'm about to seem like the biggest Cam hater. Cam is is was not he doesn't want to raise cancer. You said He's what? To say it. Go ahead, say it. No, nah, go ahead, say it. Go ahead, shit on my man Cam. Uh nah. Y'all are y'all familiar with the sports I think analyst, whatever you call Colin Cowherd? Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, for sure. He's an idiot. I, 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 I agree completely, but I think every idiot got got one thing smart to say, and the one thing he said was, "Any sport you can do this too. Take away a player's best year and his worst year, and that's how you see the who the player really is. Usually, his worst year is like his rookie year, so don't count that to who the player is. Last, uh, best year might be an MVP season or something like that, and he never did it again." The two players he used was Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. Matt Ryan, outside his MVP year and rookie year, is the most average quarterback in the league. Cam Newton, you take away his MVP year, and his worst year would actually be this year. He's actually like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. This man's accuracy is terrible. This man, <laughs> I mean, I'm I was a I was a huge Cam Newton fan coming out first year. I was like, okay, I fuck with Cam. Cam led the Panthers to 15 and one with no weapons. I'm like, damn. This nigga's like that. But then I was like, they defense cool too. But when you really take away that best year and that worst year, that man is a below average quarterback. Like, um, 
We saw what he did in New England. They had no weapons, but when you elite, when you're supposed to be elite, you're supposed to create that. Right. He had some of the worst receivers. He he had some of the worst receivers. Not because I was talking about Cam because I got in an argument with somebody about Vic or Cam. And I said Vic, and they were saying Cam because Cam has the way better stats. But, like, this year, you can't really – you can't count that to him. He was on the Patriots, yes, but he was on the Patriots during the COVID year. Before the season even started, they had 17 inactors. So, like, you can't really base it on – a lot of it is coaching. Like, and Belichick not realizing that he doesn't have Brady anymore. Like, I feel like their play calling – they did try to incorporate a lot of running, but he's never done before. So, he's kind of winging it. So I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm just gonna read y'all some stats from this man. Cam Newton. His highest ever yards in the season is four thousand. And that was his rookie season. He's never had four thousand again. Uh most touchdowns his MVP year, he had 35 touchdowns. If you take away his MVP year and his worst year, the most touchdowns he ever had in the season was 24. Oh no, question are we are we not? Are we not counting his rushing touchdowns? He had ten rushing touchdowns to go with that. No, we're just talking pass. about we're just talking about passing right now. I'll get into running. That's that that adds the extra dynamic. That's cool. But when we talk yeah. about, because my whole point was, jo- I said Josh. I'm about to say yeah, fifty touchdowns one year. That was his MVP year. But that's why I think Josh Allen is a better player because he's a better at he's a better player at quarterback than Cam ever was. I I. Or matter of fact, let me say this. He's developing into a way better quarterback than Cam ever was. Because his first two years, Josh Allen never had a 300-yard game. This year, he had eight. So, I mean, that that's that man is improving like crazy. Uh, let me see. Like I said, yards, 4,000 was the most he ever had. He was close, though. He had 3,800 a year. He had This year, he had 26. That ain't 2,600. That's what I'm saying. Seven. He constantly got that 3,000. <laughs> you said what? I say he constantly got that 3,000 consistently. Yeah, but, I mean, 3,000. Where's where's 3,000 putting you, though? That's like an for, average quarterback in the NFL. I don't think 3,000. For a rushing quarterback. I don't think he's not an average quarterback. He's a, he's a rushing quarterback. Because with these 3,000 passing yards, he's also getting damn near 1,000 rushing yards and 10 rushing tugs. So it's like the 3,000 – Y'all seasons to come to okay. Ron Rivera is realizing kill. He can run. I don't have to pass the ball this much. I can literally just call read options, quarterback draws, and he's gonna punch it in. No, no, so I, coaching I, has a lot to do with that. Just like I agree with coaching has a lot to do with the stats of Michael Vick. The reason why Vic stat, Vic stats don't look as tough as Lamar Cam, bruh. That rambling stuff, he's doing that out of a pro set. It wasn't no quarterback run designated plays where they're like, all right, this is a read option or this is the RPO. So if you see it and you can run it, you can do it. He's just doing that. And he was able to put up those numbers. So if you put Michael Vick in an offense like today, that's, you know, it's encouraged for the quarterback to run. It's set up in the offense quarterback to be a ball carrier. He would have some crazy sets. I feel like he would have the same as Cam or Lamar. I, I think Vick would absolutely be better than Cam. In today's game, I don't even think that's a comparison. All right, I'm sorry, I was the contrary. <laughs> I, I disagreed. I disagreed uh, that Michael Vick, because I think that they had they had similar situations. Like they both had nothing. They both had. They, I feel like 
only thing, like TJ said, Cam had more design QB plays and shit. But I feel like that that Vic had a better better overall team than Cam has ever had. Because all Cam has ever had for real was Luke Keekley on defense and Greg Olson at tight end. That's all Cam has ever had. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't forget them running backs yet. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He played with them for two seasons. He had Steve Smith. He had Greg Olsen. He had, uh, what was that? He played with Steve Smith for two seasons. He became a Raven and played three years with the Ravens. He had a crazy receiver. I'm trying to remember. He had the MVP season without Steve Smith. But Nico, Nico, you said three thousand, about thirty, thirty thousand, and some. Well, thirty eight hundred is the second highest. Is isn't average. That's that's better than that, or whatever. I feel like I feel like if you go go, go over thirty as a as a QB in the league, if you go over thirty five hundred yards passing, then I feel as though you're in top ten, top ten. You know what I'm saying, Ackerman? Like I feel like that's that's elite anything over 3500 is elite 3500 is good like it's not right. anything anything under 3000 anything under 3000 is average to me like if you let go me, quarterback let me, let me tell you this then nico maybe this will change your mind 26 quarterbacks this year threw for over 3500 yards are you serious i swear to god but you can also <laughs> say the only quarterbacks that <laughs> listen the only quarterbacks that didn't throw for 3500 are daniel jones drew Brees, drew lock Lamar, Burrow, and Cam. Jesus Without Christ. That, now, all the all the all the receivers that all of these other teams have, Cam doesn't have a receiver, elite receiver. Lamar doesn't have a elite receiver. Uh Drew Locke, he lost Cortland Sutton for the whole season. Um don't forget about Joe what Burrow. Other did you say? Burrow don't got an elite receiver. AJ Green's done. Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah, he's done. We know AJ is done. Um, Joe Burrow don't got an elite receiver. All right, so any quarterback that did, like how I picked Kyler Murray to be the MVP after I heard Deshaun Jackson, not Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Hopkins, like got traded there. I was like, oh yeah, Kyler gonna be the MVP for sure. But he slummed it towards the end. But I'm just upset that my quarterback doesn't have an elite receiver. I feel like my quarterback is the only quarterback in the league that doesn't have a go-to guy. That's really that's really how I feel. What? Who was the, the Giants? The Giants. The he said elite. He cut. said like an elite team. The Giants on an elite team. Oh, if like, you're not a elite team, teams, then yeah, I agree. Like, and I feel like that's what makes my quarterback better than all the other quarterbacks that didn't throw over, that threw over three thousand yards. My my team is in the MVP, and all the all the quarterbacks that you could like put them up against that threw more yards than them have better receivers than them. I had this argument at the very beginning of the season. You let me know as a Ravens fan and try to take your bias out of this. And I want all three of y'all answers too. Who's a better quarterback, Lamar or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Everybody agree or no? I'm going to say Deshaun. I agree. Okay. Because I, I had I argue with a dude that swore up and down Lamar's a better quarterback. This Lamar. Now, you're talking about a football player. That's that. No, yeah. no, no. Hold on. Let me get there because. That's my argument with Cam, Lamar, and especially Tyreek Hill. I don't ever consider Tyreek Hill the best receiver. I don't think he's top three. You have to really argue with me that he's even in, in the top five. But as a football player and as a playmaker, he's probably top two. There's only one player I'd put above him, and the player is probably surprised, and that's George Kittle. I think George Kittle is the best player in football other than Aaron Donald. 
Yeah, he a big player. I'm not gonna lie to you. He, he gets so who's your that. so who's your top five receiver? Since you said that Tyreek is ain't in the top five, who's your yeah, top five? Yeah, he's not in your top five. Who's in your top five? Like, the question like, is, all right. Before I give my five, what do y'all think about Julio? Does he still deserve to be in that top spot? He's top ten. He's top ten. Yeah, he's he's not in the five. He's to not me. In five to me no more. He's not in the five to me. He's top ten. He still. I bet his ten. His team isn't. His team isn't good. He doesn't have the stats of some of these other. He's like, been nigga. mixed. He's uh, last so like, man, he's, Y'all he's making hurt. it hard. Julio is Julio. He's still. He's still. He's still in the elite ten. He's still in the ten. Right, but I'm but talking about like five. this. About Deshaun, what have you done for me lately? D Hop or Julio? Right now, D Hop. All right. Hey, all right. Hey, another one. Another one. Uh, Jamal Adams or Julio? Jamal Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I say the safety. <laughs> <My fault. laughs> hey. hey, yeah, but Devontae Adams or Julio? I don't. I'm a, I'm only gonna say Julio because I think if Julio is with Aaron Rodgers, he's doing crazy stuff. I said the same thing as TJ presented the same like scenario to me a couple weeks ago. I said the same thing. But at the same time, it's, I don't think I don't think his quarterback necessarily sucks. Like he I don't think suck, but still- he, he he don't target him at all in the red zone. Like every year for like the past six seven years, Julio is always at the bottom in red zone targets. That meant, like it's like bro, you have a six foot whatever receiver that can go up and get it for you any any time of the game, and when you want the points, you don't throw it to him. Don't make no sense. But uh, I go. Hop, Julio, Devontae. You can swap Devontae for Julio. I don't care. I'm just I'm honestly going off Julio from past years because this year he was injured a whole lot, a whole damn lot. Uh, I think Stefan Diggs better than Julio right now. I think hey, Stefan Diggs that wise that hey. I think Stefan Diggs is a is benefiting from his situation. I mean, yeah, but he he, he was gonna be a dog weapon. No, 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 not saying, not saying he's not good. He's top ten. I'm saying like he went to. There's probably like maybe maybe four quarterbacks in the league that will really put him at his best situation. Josh Allen happened to be one of them. Like a deep throw player. Kirk Cousins wasn't doing it for him. Like he could get the stats. Yeah. I'm saying like actual production, like count towards a win. That shit was not going down with the Vikings. He could get two thousand yards. Mm-hmm. The Vikings they gonna get six wins. With the Bills, that shit means something. I think Chiefs done the same thing. I think Nico, we were talking about this before. I think if he would be with Matt Stafford with an arm like that, same thing. I don't know if there's another quarterback. I was just saying four, just to be safe with it. Uh, fourth, I hate him, but Michael Thomas. I can't stand Michael Thomas, but he probably did. Run one route. I one hate his fucking route. One fucking route. <laughs> on the on unstoppable slant, and you know it's coming. You can't stop it, though. <laughs> Damn. And oh, and, they, and that shit is extended. Yeah, that shit is extending Drew Brees' bitch ass career, because that nigga should be out of here. But uh, yeah, fifth, he should have retired last year for sure. Fifth, I guess would be Tyreek Hill. I'm a big fan of Keenan Allen too. I think his route running is right under Devonte. Um, Justin Jefferson probably gonna sneak up there too when it comes to route running. I'm gonna give you uh, the band. I feel like Keenan Allen runs some of the best routes in the league. I feel like if yeah. he. I feel like Keenan Allen, but to me personally, I don't feel like he's a true number one. I feel like he would really flourish like shit as like, like a Robin. Like if he teamed up with another receiver and he was like left one-on-one by himself often, he would sauce a lot of niggas. Ask TJ. TJ know about, about TJ yeah, seen Keenan to, Allen. I was about to say, Keenan Allen made a lot of uh, crazy Sunday nights and Thursdays. He didn't 
torched us. He didn't put 200 yards on us on Thanksgiving. He didn't. He didn't have his way with our defense a couple times. TJ, TJ, everybody puts up them yards. Yeah. Like, relax. Wow, but we talking about last year. They was actually decent. It was decent. Last year. Y'all, they had the most overrated cornerback in the league last year. I can't stand Byron Jones. He doesn't get picks. Byron, 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 Byron's not all that. I knew next to Xavier Howard he'd be straight though. I knew the Dolphins' defense would be straight, but Xavier uh, Howard is like that. Yeah, he been slept on. He, I guess fifth is either Keenan or Ty Hill. I guess Tyreek Hill, but it is what it is. Which y'all? I feel like it's D. I feel like it's D. Hop. I feel like um, I feel like it's Adams. I feel like it's Diggs. Who else? I feel like I feel like you can swap Diggs for for Hill. Put put Hill at my three, and then my five. Um, you I, I can't say Michael Thomas. What did he do this year? Like I didn't even I didn't even watch hurt. those Saints games. Like, what is Michael? He been hurt. He got hurt. So he been hurt. I'm gonna put. I know. I know. This maybe. This maybe. Maybe super duper controversial to everybody. But I, I think. I think Mike Rob, like uh, uh, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson for the uh, the Bears, receiver for the Bears. He's had a really good yeah. season. He's old man. He's consistent. And I don't want to give it. I don't want to the, I don't want to give it to Jefferson too soon, bro. I, I've never been one to think that rookies have one crazy season yeah. and it, it's, it's up from there. I really think it'd be a fall off. It's like I feel like everybody got swept in with that Zeke, that Zeke craze. Everybody was on Zeke dick, and now Zeke just like you know. I, I don't ever give rookies like that much attention. He got to show me something again next year, but it depends into my top five. But Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen probably tied with Robinson. I think those are the five hold best up, hold receivers up. in this, the league. This question for all y'all, because I'd be getting into this too. Keenan Allen or Mike Evans? Mike Evans don't score that much. At that point. Who wear 13 better, bro? Who wear that 13? I'm going SEC. I'm, I'm biased. I'm sorry, Mike Evans. I'm sorry. I'm I biased. Like I, I know point. that Keenan Allen scores more, though. It's kind of like about what you want, like what you more like. Do you big body receiver, or do you want that nigga that's just gonna get open, like in every route? But I give it to Keenan just because, right? He's been able to turn up their offense, bro. Like it's times that Evans go missing, like yeah, in big games that he go missing. All of it is not his fault, but like still. Shaw, who you got about it? Mike Evans. Said it so quick too. That's what blew me. Mike uh, Evans is elite. I just feel like I don't know why. I don't know why he he he. he bro, Mike Evans had like a thirteen hundred yard season, but had three touchdowns. And I'd be like, bro, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on when you get to the red zone? Like, bro, he gets he gets like those fifty yard catches that he doesn't catch another pass for like the rest of the game. Right, yeah, like he he'll get two thirty yard catches. Yeah, he won't catch another. All right, I got I got a couple more football joints before we end off this sports one. Then slide to a quick music section, real quick. I just want y'all top five quarterbacks, um, top three running backs, and Super Bowl winner. I'm gonna start with Rashad though, because I ain't hear nothing about the. I want to hear your quarterback list too. I mean, that's a quarterback receiver list for you too, Rashad. So I'm a I'm a football fan, but I don't really don't be like you know what I'm saying like seriously like keeping up with it. Like like you ask me, 
Scary Terry, the best receiver in the league. You ask me, you know what I'm saying? That's my dog. <laughs> but, hey, if you, if you ask me, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, Antonio Gibson, you know what I'm saying? He's he's the best running back to me, you know what I'm saying? For sure. I'm, I'm very biased. You know I don't really be like keeping up with football that much to like really like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep up and be like, yeah, who's the top? You know what I'm saying? Now, that's just me though. All right, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to ask you in a different way. Everybody else can answer the other question, but if you pick in one quarterback, one running back, and one receiver to build a team around, what what three y'all you picking? <clears throat> so quarterback, mm-hmm. probably Tom Brady. Right, right now. now, no, right now you're going with Brady. Right now. Oh, oh right. So right now. Yeah, not probably probably, probably Aaron Rodgers. Prime Brady. Probably Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Running back. Either Dalvin Cook or uh, or Kamara, Alvin Kamara. Okay. And you said receiver? Yeah, one receiver. I'm really trying to think. I don't know. I'll probably say Scary Terry. Like I said, bro, he, he's just amazing in my eyes. No, Scary Terry. Can't do no wrong. He just don't have enough. Can't do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, he don't have he don't have the quarterback for him yet. I want Scary Terry on the Ravens so bad. I he says this all the time. Yeah. I trade anything for Scary Terry. He liked that. And I know he hungry too, because he he's like a third round pick. I know he want that extension. He's gonna keep playing well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh Nico. Uh, you wanna go next? Boy, uh, yeah, it don't matter between y'all two. So I need I, TJ, I need your top five quarterbacks, top three running backs, just to keep it short, and Super Bowl winner. So you said top five quarterback? Top five quarterbacks in order. I hate when right now. Like, this ain't in order. No, nah, this is in order. So right now, I would say the best quarterback, in my opinion, is Patrick Mahomes. All right. Uh, two. Uh, two might be like a Rod. A Rod has had a pretty good season. Couldn't be that hard. I was about to say uh, that. You go. This, this three. Really- <laughs> Three, I say uh Lamar. Four. So hmm. Lamar shouldn't be three. Well, Lamar, shit, I mean Lamar ain't in my five, but y'all go ahead. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who else. Like Russell was in the top five, bro, but after that, after that playoff performance, I don't I don't think so. He does this every year. I keep telling people. <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to think. Who else in the playoffs? Bro, you missing a huge name, bro. Come <laughs> on now. If this nigga was in Kansas City, he'd be better than Mahomes. You missing a name? He'd be yes, Nigo. He'd be better than Patrick. <laughs> He's batting out. He's really batting out. Right now. I'm trying. To I know he's. You talking about Deshaun? You talking about Deshaun? Sean Watson. For sure. Yeah, I was getting there. I was trying to see if he should be that that four or five because he's one person. I, I, it's not, it's not him. It's the team, like. Bro, this nigga led the league passing with no number one receiver. Yeah, yeah. all his receivers kept getting hurt. But no, nah, I'm talking about in general. When they're team all literally bammed out on him. When yeah. they're all healthy, they don't have a true number one. They're all compliments to a number one. Brandon Cooks yeah. is not a number one receiver. Uh, uh, I think he, he used to be, but not anymore. I don't think he ever was. I think he was all because with the Saints, Mm-mm. they just used him properly. Numbers on the Saints, hey. No, nah, it's not. No, number, that's the difference, bro. That's the difference between casual fans and real football fans. Casual fans would be like, oh, yeah, that's a, how is he not a number one? If he was a number one, he wouldn't get traded four seasons in a row. 
agree. I, he's been traded for. He's been traded was, every year. That was when they had uh, Marcus Colston, wasn't it? Nah, nah. He he got traded around the time they drafted Mike uh, Mike Thomas. Yep. And they traded him because they knew they was going to pay him a contract extension, so they traded him to the Patriots. So he wanted to probably pay for the Patriots a little longer if Brady was going to stay. You know what I'm saying? Then they they didn't extend his contract. He got injured in the Super Bowl. They Bro, didn't the, Super don't Bowl. just don't just slide past the Super Bowl. That that hit was OC. That was a crazy hit. That was, <laughs> was OC. Who hit him? Somebody punished him. Bro, it was Somebody a it was he didn't see him at all. Like you could see this man's helmet just this way, and the other niggas coming this way. <laughs> and after that hit, they didn't re-sign him because they knew they would have to deal with the con- concussion protocol. Yep. So then, then he went to the Rams and was a third option. The Rams. Third option. He traded to the Rams on his fifth year option. This is the last year in his deal. They use him to get all the way to the Super Bowl. They lose, they lose again, and then he gets traded another time to the Texans. Uh, but in all the Bull is not a number one either. All of these seasons we're talking about, minus two, he's had a thousand, he's had over twelve hundred yards, and he has had over five touchdowns in every last one of these seasons. So it's been crazy numbers, but it's the concussion protocol. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a smaller receiver. He's but, not really a true number one. He's a, he's a he's a speed receiver, bro. Cooks, Fuller, yeah. mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton, whoever you uh, I'm trying to think. Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown, but it's somebody else I'm forgetting. That they Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Every year they will probably complain mm-hmm. play a combined 10 games every year between all of them. Because all them speedy receivers do is run fast and blow their hamstring out every single mm-hmm. time, bro. Every time. Yeah. I'm not this man Deshaun did it with no true number one receiver. I think I, I don't I think Mahomes does Mahomes is great. Like ain't ain't no denying Mahomes, bro. But at the same time. Mahomes' greatness mixed with that, what he was drafted into, is the perfect situation in any probably profession ever. Like, this man got a quarterback guru and a coach and Andy Reid. His rookie season uh, was behind Alex Smith, who's a game manager. He knows how to, like, manage the games now. He's not just going to go out there and throw some wild stuff because I feel like he probably would have his rookie season. So he's like, all right, let me calm down. Because did you see when he got in against the Broncos the first game he played? The last game of the season? That drink, just letting that drink. Yep. He was just slinging them drinks. I'm not gonna lie to you. That joint was crazy. You got Kareem, your rookie season. Oh, second, first season starting, he had Kareem Hunter running back, yeah. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, top five O line defense be inconsistent, but it's still like you get you were literally in the perfect situation. Sammy Watkins too forgot about Sammy. Uh, but literally, if you put, I said this to Nico before, if you put Stafford, Deshaun Rogers in that situation, I think they're winning Super Bowl too. To be honest, because that that's a that's hard to fuck that situation up. It's really hard to. But um, I I think I'm going Mahomes, Rogers, Watson, Wilson, Allen for the quarterback. Okay. Nico, my top five quarterbacks. My top five. You know, I like I like Mahomes. Mahomes, even though he's beat us three times in a row. Mahomes, A. Rod, Russell, then Deshaun. And then that five spot, I think Kyler Murray is better. He makes better decisions than Josh Allen. I feel like Josh Allen just has a better team. Hey, Mo, what? I feel like Kyler Murray makes better decisions <laughs> than Josh Allen. The turnover king, <laughs> Kyler Murray? When does he become the turnover king? Since he came in the league last year. That man That man will Look, wait. He was- I don't have none of Kyler Murray's stats on, 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 my, on, on in front of me. 
But if you just watch him play the game, it's way smoother than Josh Allen. Look, TJ, like, yeah, search him up, TJ. But the stats, I don't, I don't like you just said. I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but from watching the games, because I have red zone, I'm not gonna be one of them niggas who's like, yeah, bro, I watch every single game. I I watch every play of every game. No, nigga, I watch the scoring drives. I do that. So, because I'm a gambling nigga, I need to see every game. Kyler Murray will play. He's a he's literally the Russell Westbrook of the league, bro. If you be like, God damn, this nigga cooking this game. No, no turnovers, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Fourth quarter tied up. Let me throw two picks just cause. Let me just do it just for fun. That's the type of nigga Kyler Murray is. I'm a huge fan of Kyler Murray, especially because he got D Hop, one of my favorite receivers in the league. But it's like, bruh. And part of it's his height, because a lot of it gets deflected the line of scrimmage and picked off some type of way, blah, blah, blah. But it's no way I'm putting him in my five. Cause they should have made the playoffs this year. And the only reason they didn't is because of him. I feel like they should have made the playoffs. He went 26 and 12, by the way. 20, yeah. 26 touchdowns and 12 and That's not yeah, terrible. Yeah, he almost had 4,000 yards. He was 20 yards away from 4,000. That's not top five, though. And you had those 26, 12. And rushing, no, I know he had like five rushing touchdowns. Yeah, more than that. I stamp he did. Yeah, more than Lamar because Lamar just had the yardage. He ain't had the TD rushing this year. Kyler Murray's special, but I don't know. It's something. It's something. Man. He just need to. He need to take care of the ball. That's all. And then my running backs, bro. He had eleven. He had eleven rushing touchdowns. Yeah, see, <laughs> rushing touchdowns. That he's that's, OC. That's the I will see. <laughs> and altogether, the what? That's that's thirty. That's thirty-seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 12 Twenty yards away from four thousand. So top three, top three running backs to keep it a little short. My my top three running backs right now. I'm gonna go ahead and say. I, Alvin Kamara, because I witnessed that uh, six-touchdown game. Oh, my God. That boy is special. Um, I feel like he's been the best running back in the league since he's been playing his rookie year with Ingram. When he had 800 and 800, when he had, he had 800, 816 tugs his rookie season, I was like, oh, my God. I was I seen why they let Mark Ingram walk. I seen why. You know, you don't need him. You don't need Hold on, hold on, Nico. My bad, my bad. Let me – I want to start with saying this. Assume everyone is healthy. Who's your top three? Oh, uh, Saquon. There we go. <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Okay, just making sure. And Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Those are my Thought three. Wait, who's your two? Saquon, Alvin, and Christian. They you all got, catch. They all truck Who is? Yeah. Yes. All right, TJ, who he you got? He runs with more power. I feel like I feel like CMC. He's a he could he could you could run him out in the slot. I just feel like you can't run him between the tackles like you do Kamara. Kamara's like what two two fifteen? CMC like like one ninety? Like no, I've I, literally I, seen. I I've literally seen people bounce off of Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? And just like just because they thought they had him, and he's he's bigger than what you think, and he just lift his leg and he's gone. Like you know, yeah, like I can't, I can't defend that point, but I agree with the run between the tackles. CMC's not better at. Kamara's way more slippery than that man CMC. I don't know about breaking tackles. I'm, I'm just saying I don't know because I don't, I don't watch him like that. But slippery, as in, you think you can touch him and your hands literally slide right off him, or your whole body slides mm-hmm. right off of him. Like it's. I want to say it was either his second season. 
either his second season or his first season, he was leading the league in yards after contact with eight yards after contact. Like, after he got touched, he was gaining eight more yards. You know? Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was crazy. So, I feel like Saquon, this untapped. you had Saquon, Kamara, CMC. Yeah. Who you got, TJ? Saquon, uh, CMC, and I got Dalvin for my three. That's not a, a Kamara. Dalvin has had a crazy season. Yeah, Rashad, I know you ain't you ain't rank you ain't uh, following that much, but did you have him ranking for this? Uh, or it's just Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That man the monster, but he, he the best. He the best in my eyes, bro. You said who? He's the best in my eyes. Who? He's AG, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> okay. He's, he's the best in my eyes. Yeah, bro. AG, man. AG. I fuck with AG, man. But, hey, bro, you know, I feel like we disrespected Nick Chubb, and there's no disrespect to Nick Chubb. I just feel like he just can't catch as well as the other backs. But go ahead. Bro, what, what the fuck? You just, nigga, y'all <laughs> disrespecting Derrick Henry. What the hell going on? I don't think there. Hey, I, he I just had forty. Him. He just had forty yeah. yards. He just had forty yards. So all of that shit he did in the season, that don't mean nothing for me, bro. Hold he up, just hold had on. forty it's yards. Crazy. If you can catch two, it <laughs> could be six. No, no, no. Rewind, 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 rewind. When, <laughs> when have we ever heard about running back success in the playoffs being being a factor? Like that shit was when you're that dominant force that you're unstoppable. You're the unstoppable force, King Henry, and like, bruh. But he but was getting the ball. Okay, I, I get that. Raven, Ravens defense shut them down. But let's not act like last year against the Ravens, we didn't see videos of Ravens defenders running away from Derrick Henry while he was on the run. Like that man had niggas, what have you done for me, had niggas that was in front of Derek, in front of him, trying to go around and follow yeah. him from behind. I remember, I really remember seeing Earl Thomas. I'm, I think he should have been cut after this moment <laughs> when we seen Earl Thomas mm-hmm. try to make that tackle, and Derrick Henry turns him around and uses him as a blocker. I was like, what? So like, as as a fan in the playoffs, I was I was irate, bro. But I, I just I feel like if Derrick Henry had that extra component to his game, like being able to catch, like I feel like he would be unstoppable. But he can't catch. He can't run routes. He's big as shit. Yeah, but that's it's like it's like ranking like a uh, like a point guard in the league. It's like all right, I'm gonna say this is just random. Not saying for real, but let's just say I'm just saying Steph, Dame, and I'm gonna throw CP3 in there because CP3 out of everybody in the league is the most true point guard. That's how I feel about Derrick Henry. He's the most true running back in the league, and he does that great. TJ, right. he had 44 yards. Before that, that man had 2,000 yards in the season. Like that, that he just finished. He not saying he's not, not saying he's not still elite. It's just that, like he's not in the top three because, like, I don't know. I think, I think Ravens also had a crazy game plan for him because it's like, bro, you ran over us last year, like, literally ran over us, made us about five of us mm-hmm. memes last year. We have to stop you. Uh, Tannehill is Tannehill. He's not OC, but he's not a bad quarterback. But if we stop there, if we stop the run game, we're the Titans can't beat us. AJ Brown's OC, but Derrick Henry's the nigga. Don't even start me on AJ Brown. I feel like we should have got him instead of Hollywood. Him or DK. I'm gonna keep it a band with you. Him or DK would have been better than Hollywood right now. No, I think <laughs> I think AJ would be. I don't think I think DK with I think DK could only be good with elite quarterback. A good quarterback. Because DK is still to this day, DK is probably the worst route running receiver in the league to this day. Uh, Russell just puts that shit in the right spot. But uh, 
Super Bowl winner, who you or super yeah, Super Bowl winner, who you got, Nico? Chiefs. TJ. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Rashad. Chiefs. Damn, y'all making me feel bad for this thing. I got I, Who you got? I don't have Chiefs going Super Bowl. I got my I got, <laughs> who you got going? I got my man Josh Allen knocking them out. Okay. I just honestly, it's it's not against Mahomes. I think that defense is so bad. Like they are the most inconsistent defense in the league. They, they but the last what five games they played, they they like wearing shootouts. They and Patrick Mahomes had to bring them out. I know they only lost one time. I don't know if it's the they five lost games. I think it's all season. They've let every. Ga- I think they've only. I yeah. think it's two games out of the sixteen that it's been more than they won by more than one possession. Like that's not good, yeah. bro. You had you you had a shootout with the Panthers with no CMC and Teddy Bridgewater. That's not a good sign. I think offense clearly could keep up, but I think it's it's going to be. I think it, when if they play in the, the AFC Championship, it's going to be exactly like when the Chiefs and Rams played that Monday night, the legendary Monday night, and the offense was going crazy, and the game came down to one defensive play. Who's going to make that one defense play? About that. <laughs> The Rams made it. Aaron Donald made the play. I think Bill's going to do the same thing. It's going to come down to who's going to make the stop. Bill's going to score on the Chiefs. Chiefs going to score on the Bills. But who's going to make that stop? It's not going to be the Chiefs. I feel like on defense, like you said, um, it's going to come down to that one play. And I honestly feel like if we're talking about the Bills, I feel like the Bills have Tremaine Edmonds. They got uh, White, the corner. Um, They got Poyer and Hyde. I feel like they have way more people. And then they got – I feel like way more X factors on defense that, but I feel like their X factors are still developing. Like, I don't feel like they're elite yet. I feel like they're very good, but I don't feel like they're elite on defense for the chiefs. I got Tyron Matthew. He's going to make a play. I don't know if it's going to be a fumble. I don't know if it's going to be a strip sack. I don't know if it's going to be an interception. I feel like Tyron going to make a play. You know what I'm saying? But Dean Ford might make a play, but like, like I said, I feel like the, the bills have way more X factors on defense in the Chiefs do. Yeah. I'm leaning towards the, the Bills. The Bills, right? Like in the Bills in the Super Bowl. Versus, and and versus the defense, the I think uh, Diggs, you don't have a true matchup for him. I think Tyreek Hill, although he's going to burn anybody, you have actually names, all those names you can throw at that man. Like you have, like you said, White, Hyde, and sorry-ass Josh Norman. You can throw at that man. Uh, So that's, that's that. I... If we betting, I'd probably bet the Chiefs, but I'm I think the Bills can really take that. I think this really could be the year. I think the one thing that's gonna stop them is them not having home field advantage, though. Because I think they're just like Green Bay. Anybody that goes there is gonna lose. Cause that shit is cold. I, and, and not to not to sound wild or anything, but I feel like it, of all the teams that's in the playoffs, I feel like the Browns and the Bills, they've had their hearts broken the most. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they need it. Like they need it. Like I feel like the Bills really need this drink. Like they really need it because like they've lost four straight with with, with Kelly. They lost four straight Super Bowls in a row. Ooh, back to man, back. Your, your man Stephen A. Smith said the Browns the only team that can beat the Chiefs. I feel like the way they play football, I feel like they can beat them. If they had Odell, just another weapon. Yeah. They got way better without Odell. I don't want to hear nothing about Odell. Sucks. I don't want to hear nothing about. <laughs> But Marlon Humphrey's clamp Odell. I don't hear nothing about Odell dancing ass. TikTok. He like Juju. He, not, he, don't, he don't suck, but he a little overrated. He a little overrated. I don't think he sucks at all, because I would definitely be happy if he was on my team next year. 
Ain't no way y'all trade they trade him into the division. But uh Yeah, that's stupid. That would be dumb. That would be suicide. Yeah, before we end this joint off, let's get into a little bit of music, man. What's I I, I got two questions for real, for real. Uh before we get into the music, what's say you could sit down at dinner with anybody with any five people in life, anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Just to ha- sit Shit. down and have a con- all at one time though. So it's not like all right, I'm gonna have a conversation with him right now. Everybody gotta be at the table at one time. Who are the five people you want at your table, dead or alive? Who who going first? You want me to go first? All right, yeah. Who want to go first? I go first. Go ahead. All right. So five, Kanye off Kanye and Pharrell. So that's two seats. Uh, Jay Z, Dr. Dre, and uh, Virgil. Virgil, uh, I don't know how I pronounce his last name, but you know, all white Virgil. All right, so I, I mean, I, I, I kind of understand why, but just for the people listening, what, why do you say them people? Like, what do you think you can get out of that? So with Virgil, Kanye, and Pharrell, just from that fashion standpoint, uh, the things that they've been able to do in fashion, and I can relate to kind of all of them. Like, you know, being a kid that's from the hood, but you went to fashion, but you can't really tell people that you went to fashion because niggas gonna think you gay. Like they kind of came in and made it cool to be into fashion and still be masculine or to be from the hood and still be creative. So just picking their brains and like some of the some of the ideas and things that they've done like has been revolutionary. Like people can say whatever they want about Kanye. I'm just strictly on music and fashion. His beliefs, his wife, that don't got nothing to do like Bro, he really came on Adidas and like turned it up. Like he's the only non-athlete who have a Nike to outsell the Air Jordan. Like a Yeezy is really something that's going to go down in history as like an item, like an elite item. Only a few people could get this. This amount of money to get it. Like just some of his ideas. Uh, Pharrell, he's still cranking. Like he's been making music, producing forever like for 20 20 plus years so it's like having that longevity i feel like that's i i would need to like talk to because he understands that like he's in it like until till he croaked with dr dre and like jay-z just like business mindset like they was both street dudes that was able to kind of come into the business lane dr dre was the first billionaire in uh in hip-hop and jay-z you know was the drug dealer turned rapper turned you know mogul just like business business and investments and longevity all of those people like they have what you call wealth like they're not going to be rich and they're gonna be like dang like he's broke they have wealth they're going to be good their parent their uh, kids gonna be good their grandkids gonna be good that's just kind of like the goal all right real hold up hold up nico before you start real quick literally real quick tj What's better, Nike Yeezys or Adidas Yeezys? Don't I would don't, say the don't, Nikes, don't, bro. Them, okay, okay. I'm about to say, please don't piss me off, that, bro. bro them, that some, shit was just different some, at the them, time. That shit was just so different. Bro, them, so crazy. Them Yeezy twos, bro. Bro, Rashad can Rashad can test me, bro. Cause we both went to Wise, bro. 
the day that we seen a nigga and wise with the Yeezy twos, bro, it was the craziest day ever, bro. People is on like, bro, it's really a nigga that got Yeezys on. Nigga really got the red Octobers on. Bro. It was definitely like, crazy. Niggas is trying to get this nigga together and all that. Rashad, what you were saying, bro? No, Mikey, like uh, nah, I definitely different. remember that, bro. Like, it was like by time on lunch, like Twitter, it, it had been blowing up on Twitter already. You know what I'm saying? It, it was definitely crazy. Hold up. While, yeah. I got, while I, we got TJ on mute, uh, Nico, I'm going to let you go last. I'm going to hear Rashad's joint. Rashad, what's your top? Who would you have at dinner? It's your top five? Or any, yeah, sit down conversation. It could be a dinner, whatever, whatever. So, number one, Travis Scott. Uh, number two, probably Ray Kroc. Um, number three, probably ASAP Rocky. Number four, probably like Malcolm X. Okay. And number five, probably uh, I gotta go. Number five, uh, probably probably like Todd the Creator for real. All right, hold it. So we, I'm gonna have to talk to you for a second, bro. What's mainly the la- the first and the last one? You said Tyler, and your first one was um, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Why? Why them two? Because I'm not a fan of Travis Scott. So I really. Ooh. You don't yeah, fuck bro. with Travis? I think he's a matter of fact. I, I, matter of fact, let me let me take that back. I think he's a great artist. I don't think he, I think he's an overrated rapper though. I think he's I think he's a he, great he's artist. not really a rapper. But you gotta respect the stage presence, bro. He's gonna give you his energy like every show now. You know what I'm saying? He might you might not connect with him. Well, no, yeah, stage slash performance and business. Travis Scott is OC. Like it's no sorry. So my bad, my bad. Go ahead though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Trav reminds me so much of me. Like, like I like I've I discovered Trav right after he was in double XL. He was making like Al Ferro, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like uptown and Mm-hmm. upper echelon and like i seen a lot of him and me i was like you know what i'm saying like he's making it cool to be different you know what i'm saying like you know what I'm saying? just to do you for real. and like i'm really like you tj can attest to this i'm in wise high school telling people travis scott's going to be one of the biggest rappers this is in 2013 he's going to be one be he's going to be one of the biggest rappers in the world and people was like why are you listening to him he's weird that i was like son y'all don't see that vision yet and so he really be honest with you, he really dropped Astro World for real. And he did all the merch, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when people really started paying attention to what he was really doing for real. Yeah, so like, what, mainstream about, wise. what about Tyler? Tyler brings more of an artsy like, aesthetic to it. And like, like, you know, he's like a risk taker, like like me. Like, like, like when you, if you look at my like art, like I take a lot of risks. Like a lot of things people wouldn't do, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying like if you guys check me out, you, you know you'll see that. But he's not afraid to like step outside of that box, and I like respect him for. It. Even when he was talking about the Grammys, he was like, you know, what I'm saying like, like I feel like you know, what I'm saying I, I accept the award, but like you know, what I'm saying like why can't I just be nominated in pop? Like it was a pop album, it's an alternative album, it wasn't a hip hop album at all. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he's like breaking like boundaries, like and just just to see him level up from where he was, like eating roaches. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. To where he is now, but it's pretty crazy. All right, all right. Uh, ASAP, I understand. ASAP is one of my favorite artists. So, uh, different, I will say all time, but I'll just say of my generation. Definitely. Uh, ASAP. Now, I just now, wish he would drop more music. That that's just a part of the creative process, really. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's about to drop like, another cozy. 
Yeah, yeah, they are. But if if you are familiar with Ray Kroc, go watch The Founder on Netflix. One of the craziest movies I watched in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to ask you about because I don't I don't know who that is, bro. I ain't I ain't about to he, sit here and play like I know everything. All right, so so he's he's supposedly the founder of McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. He pretty much like he was like silent, like 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 milkshake makers, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes so so he gets a call. He's in Illinois, so he get a call from like. The McDonald's brothers, like where like formerly known as them, said McDonald's. Mm. He gets a call to them. They try and buy like eight milk machines or whatever. He goes to McDonald's in San Bernardino, California. He's amazed. He's like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I, I, like you know what I'm saying? Like the McDonald's, but he was like, "Y'all don't even see what y'all really got for it." You know what I'm saying? So pretty much like, like he's like just swindled them and just like took over the job. It was just crazy. Like just you know what I'm saying? Just to like. Like you believe in something so much, you willing to like sell your home. You are willing to like, you know, what I'm saying like get a divorce. You know, it, it was just crazy, but it was just too inspiring for me. Yeah. All right, uh, Nico, hold up, Nico. What's your what's your five, bro? Who you who you sitting down with? If I had to have a sit down with anybody, it'd be Steve Jobs, ODB, Andy Warhol. Uh, Rick James in the RZA. Hold up, hold up. What? Hold up, hold up. <laughs> I mean, Warhol is that the nigga that be doing the interviews? No, nah, that's Wee. not why. That's not why. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not, that's okay. I'm <laughs> what I was thinking of though. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol is the um, he's an artist, and he discovered Basquiat. Okay. He, he also discovered other artists too. And he he also discovered has Basquiat. Um, he ain't discovered huh? Basquiat. He ain't discovered Basquiat. You said what? Basquiat went to go visit. Basquiat went to go visit him in a in a in like a in like a like a bodega type job. He oh, discovered Basquiat like Christopher Columbus discovered America, basically. That's one exactly. Hey, he put him on. The history. He put him on. This, hey, this stands for respects. <laughs> Let them facts be known, bro. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. He put him on. But the real I, yeah. I, I agree. Why? Why Steve Jobs though? Because wasn't Steve Jobs y'all like just the face? Wasn't the other nigga the one really putting in the work? Honestly, Steve Jobs. People say that he was the face, but I feel like the nigga the nigga dreamed bigger than than what everyone else could see. Like the nigga Steve Jobs back in 1977 was tripping off of acid and was like, one day there will be a device that will replace books. Music, all this, like the nigga was thinking of the iPad back in 1977. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have the wherewithal, the technology. The technology is like in in that time with what you could say that's like shackles because they had to really invent new shit to get where they wanted to be. So it's like he was looking in the future and the niggas was like, we can't do that because of this. And he was like, nah, we'll get there. But you know what I'm saying? Like he pushed people to to be creative and you push people to their to their peak you know what i'm saying like he had the vision he just didn't know how to go about doing like he was like damn i want to create a software that that people can type shit up on and they had they invented something that was similar to microsoft before microsoft stole it basically you know what i'm saying but he just he didn't design it you know what i'm saying so but everyone that i picked in my group of people to pick i feel like i picked them because they can all appreciate the beauty and whatever is around them, like the art, like anything that they're involved in, they can in, in, in like, they see the art 
that necessarily people may not see and they want to, you know what I'm saying? Like push forward with it. They're also innovators and innovators. No, for sure. I, I agree with that. Uh, last question I got for all three of y'all is um, who is music related? Just who y'all be listening to the most? I'm just trying to get the people to know y'all a little bit better. Who do y'all be listening to the most right now? We're not about to go on like top five rappers of all time. We're not about to do all that. Just who y'all, who's y'all favorite to listen to? Maybe now, maybe of all time. We're not about to argue nothing up here. Just tell me what y'all favorite. Honestly, one thing I can say about the three of us, it's always going to change. Like, it's never going to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one day, you know, I'd be like, dang, early 2000s, Jack cranking right now. You know what I'm saying? And another day, I'd be like, dang. Earth went and fire, Jack Crank too. You know what I'm saying? But it's the like it's, it's a fire, hey, Mo. Hey, hey, we hey, we, we get to that on this side, man. Earth went fire, man. Of course. So of course, nah, you, you go, yeah, you go. You you started it off, bro. So who you who yeah. you listen to the most right now, and who's your favorite to listen to of all time? So two questions. So so favorite to listen to right now. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of Don Tolliver, a lot of Brockhampton. A lot of um, Blood Orange, Tame Impala, ASAP and uh, Baby Nine, and like my favorite to listen to of all time is, is is Travis. Like, like he he's just he's just incredible, bro. Like, like bro, Utopia coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Just be ready for it. All right, Nico, who you rocking with? Who's your favorite right now, and who's your favorite all time to listen to? My favorite right this second, like. Like, I've been listening to a lot of, like, Kid Cudi. Like, not his new album, though, just, like, Kid Cudi in general. But listening to a lot of Kid Cudi, uh, a lot of Don Tolliver. Um, I'm trying to get myself to like the Playboy Cardi album. I've been listening to it, and... That's on fire, uh, bro. It's growing me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It grew me a little bit. Like, I'm listening, the to, the I'm listening to the journal speak. I'm like, what song is this? But um, I would say Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi, uh, Kanye is a constant. Drake is a constant. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody that I listen to, but I don't. Now nah, Frank Ocean is always. You know what I'm saying? I love Frank Ocean. Um, Tina Marie is a, a weekly play. I love Tina Marie. Uh, Rick James, um, Sade, Happy Belated. Um, a lot of Sade, bro. A lot. A lot of Sade vibes. Uh, and then. All time listen is Kanye. Like I will never not listen to Kanye. Uh, I'm sorry. I know he said some very controversial things. I don't agree with him at all. But he's one of the most crankiness producers of all time. Crankiness artists of all time. The nigga has made multiple historical contri- contributions to music. Like the nigga is like that. The nigga is like that. What's your favorite album by Kanye? I want to say it might be graduation, but I also want to say my dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy. But I want to say graduation because I really can rap every song, even the B side songs on there. Like I'm gonna say graduation. I think yeah, I think them first three, of course, are gonna be my favorites by yeah. But I think his best ones, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I just think the name is just too damn much. But anyways, uh, yeah, <laughs> that name. name I can't stand that name. TJ, who you got, bro? Favorite right now and favorite all time. All right. Just to kind of give you a quick background. So I listen to literally everything. Like we talk about phases. Like I go through phases. I went through a Kodak phase. I was listening to all Kodak. 
I went through a rock and roll phase, bro. And these niggas can tell you, bro. They call me, bro. And I'm supposed to listen to like Motley Crue and ACDC and shit like that. Then I went through like a Wu Tang phase, bro. When I'm just listening to all of Wu Tang's music, all of their like group albums, and individually listening to each artist. But right now, uh, I'm really into Don Tolliver and like Cardi. If I was like a vibe, like I feel like those niggas mastered the vibe. Like I can see the art in like everybody's music. So it's like, even though they not really saying nothing, bro, they like they've mastered that vibe. Like he's embodied that. Like his music is a vibe. But I'm raising my hand like, like all the time. But I just want to interject <laughs> and add one more thing onto mine. I'm so sorry, TJ. I disrespect the best rapper right now. This very second, I disrespected the best rapper right this very second. Gunner, my fault. Go ahead, continue, TJ. Gunner, go ahead. Love Gunner. A lot of Gunner. Hours of Gunner. I can, I can, I can see that in you for sure, for sure. <laughs> Gunner's one of my favorite favorite rappers out right now for sure. Uh, I'll be bold and say he's absolutely better than Lil Baby, even though Lil Baby is clout wise way way bigger. But Gunner, Gunna got that swag to him, bro. Got it's, that swag it's, to him, bro. Gunner, you can fuck the Gunner, you can vibe the Gunner, you can turn up the Gunner. I don't know about the fucking the Gunner, but Gunner. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a married man, bro. I don't know if I'm fucking the Gunner. Right I don't know if I'm doing all that. Might might be might be might be. I don't know. TV, what else was you saying, bro? Well, yeah. So, like, Gunner, that's like my. But, like, all time listening, I'd probably say, like, Mac Miller, Cuddy, Kanye, and ASAP. Like, just ASAP in general. Like, the mob tapes, and then individually, like, ASAP Rocky is one of my favorite rappers. ASAP Ferg is also one of my favorite rappers. I bang with ASAP and. Uh, People from around here, I would say I'm banging with like Baby Nine. Uh, uh, I was a huge fan in high school because we grew up like seeing hey, all bro, that. Bro. We met the nigga. We met Baby. We met, <laughs> met Baby Nino, bro. Nigga smoked like three we met. Days. We met all them. Yeah, he liked yeah, that, like, bro. Liked shout out, shout out to Marino, Marino Infantry, uh, Lulu P, Soda, uh, Baby Nine, ASAP Ant. Uh, Benji Blue, you know, some Shout guys out. from around here to really get into it. Yeah, it's walking too. One of the not even one of the, best, the best producer in this area. Physical, crazy. I know you heard it. I know you. All right, bet, bet. All right, we've been on this joint for a minute, so we I, we can stay on this joint for a minute after after when I stop recording. But just for now, let's I'm gonna end it off. Um, let me hear y'all shout outs. What first? Yeah, shout outs and which what can we expect this year? I know y'all got into it a little bit, but just in gen, maybe not business related, maybe personal wise, whatever y'all want to say. So shout outs and what y'all got planned for this year because it's a new year. Whoever want to start, it don't matter. I should go first. All right, so also I want I want to shout out my team. You know what I'm saying? Nico, TJ, you know what I'm saying? Me new, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna take over very, very soon. Also, I want to shout out my brother Amir. Got some very great stuff coming. Uh my brother Malik Elijah. Uh even my, my people, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know what I'm saying? People that's rocking with me, but 
as far as what's coming with me, uh, just expect a lot of art, a lot of creativity, a lot of things like out of the norm you wouldn't see with like sports photography or like just, you know what I'm saying? Just the, 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 the art of photography or videography just in general for real. Just expect a lot of that. For sure. Uh, I don't know what Nico over there doing. So, <laughs> that man, he locking the boogeyman out. <laughs> hey. hey, my my beat, bro. My beat. I want to shout out. Right. I want to shout out. I want to shout out the best photographer. First of all, I want to shout out the best photographer in the area. You know what the fuck going on? Speedy flicks. Get out with my man. Fuck you, man. I want to shout out the best motherfucking artistic nigga in the area. The nigga to my left, Theron Johnson, TJ is what we call him. Good man. Um, I want to shout out my man Hoodie. I want to shout out my man, uh, my man Nero. He just came home. Stay home, nigga. I love that nigga. Uh, I want to shout out. Want to shout out who else? I want. I want to shout out everybody that's been fucking with me. All my friends and family. I love y'all. Shout all y'all out. But. Other than that, 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 that wrap up the shout out. Oh, shout out my man Hoodie. I don't know if I said that already. Did I? <laughs> Three times? Yeah. Shout out Hoodie. Check his album out. Hey, hey, and biggest shout out of them all. Shout my man in. I just want to say thank you for having us on this podcast, man. Really appreciate it. You letting us get our stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Allowing us to explain. Hey, bro. I'm mad appreciative we got Lincoln shit when all this big wild shit is over. And smoke one. No, for sure, man. I, Eric, and a lot of people be saying that, like, appreciate uh, me for having them up here, man. I appreciate y'all for making time to come up this joint, man, because a lot of niggas can't even sit down for a long time and have a hold a conversation, like for real, for real. All three of y'all did that, y'all. Y'all held y'all on, especially you, Nico. You was a talking ass nigga, mo. I appreciate that for sure. <laughs> no, 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 for sure, because not. That's I mean, we like we girl, all can gain something from each other for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's like. But people that don't know, like me and Rashad just now meeting each other for real, for real. Like, and mm-hmm. I, I got good vibes from this man, bro. And I'm about to, I'm real live going to be hitting this man up for some pics and shit too, based off the fact that y'all fuck with this man heavy. Like, that's how it should be working, bro. But networking, networking, bro. Everybody, oh, oh yeah, drop y'all ads. What's y'all, where, to, where everybody can follow y'all at? You can follow us at uh, Ad Benu Lifestyle. And uh, my my tag is at underscore Speedy Flex. Right. Yeah, you can follow me at so icy Nico. Three O's on the on, on so three O's on Nico and three Y's on icy. All right, so you can follow the Benu page, Benu underscore underscore lifestyle, and my Instagram is long as a mug, but it's uh Steve Shuttlesworth. All right, and then again, yeah, that right there. For the people that want to follow yeah, us, for sure. and give us money. We're gonna, we're gonna drop that for y'all, I, man. I appreciate y'all for making time because we've been. Man, we appreciate you, man. Man, for sure, for sure. Y'all stay safe, and we out this joint. CJ, what you had? Who you had to shout out, bro? Go ahead. All right, so shout out to my team, Nico, and shout out Speedy Flex. Just uh, shout out to my parents, my family, anybody you know that's supporting the brand. Shout out, Shout out to you, to you for you know, having, us, having us, us on this joint. And what you expect to see, like a platform. We knew should be it's a platform for creators. So we want to tap into like, you know, people that paint, people that do music, uh, 
you know, you or you're considered a creative. Like we want to network, have a platform, like to put people on, like especially from this area. You're taking people if from you anywhere, but in the area, you an artist in the area, get up with us. We want to work with you. And shout out to, uh, like my man said, shout out to Hoodie. He's a rapper, a local rapper from this dude is getting it in. Shout out Malik Elijah. He a dude from this area that's getting it in. Uh, shout out Bones coming soon. That's my uh, my brother. He dropping his own clothes around, coming real soon. Shout out to Bones. And yeah. All right, man. That's how we end things. Again, appreciate y'all for coming up here, Mo. Man, y'all... To take take two hours out y'all night is very much appreciated. Time is everything. It's the one thing you can't get back. For the listeners, we appreciate y'all for listening. And we're going to catch y'all next week. Stats First Facts Podcast. We out.